Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, there, so. there's Adele, day five. <laughs> day five. Hello. Of, Hello. Of the mini pandemic for Adele. Uh, yeah, I was really feeling pandemic vibes. I'm like, ooh, ooh. It's interesting because it's it's like something so specific now that when I do, when my body goes back to it, it's like this what is it? It's called like sense memory or something. It's like, it just mm. right back there, you know, muscle memory. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> um, magic muscle memory. Like, huh. huh? Here we are five days stuck inside together. No break. Um, it's just, yeah. So she's going back to school tomorrow and I'm very, we're we're all we're all excited. Can I can I you you reminded me of uh, a really cool line from a Captain Beefheart song. Okay. And the line is Space Age couples, why don't you flex your magic muscle? And the magic muscle I assume refers to the brain, which I think is the best name for the brain, the magic muscle. Because you said muscle memory. And it is. It's like mm. a brain memory. It's like a mm-hmm. Isn't that what they call like uh how you know how to ride a bike it's your is it your muscle memory? Yeah. It's like how I how yeah. I can play dinosaur junior songs that I haven't played without really thinking yeah, without, about that I haven't it, played right? for many years it's it becomes muscle, it's muscle. How I could pick up a crochet hook after not crocheting for a year or something yeah. and just immediately start doing it. It's like it's it's funny all the things that we can't remember day to day, but the things that we can. But that's a you're you're thinking of the vibe. Adele has been. I don't want to use the word trapped, but it was a long weekend already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Already a three day weekend, and now you had yep. two snow days attached to two it. Two more bonus days. Was, I had to shovel. That sucked. Sorry, I wasn't home for Not that. Not gonna lie. That's my that's mm-hmm. my job. I know that's your job. I can job, work that. Dude. I can work that. Our our Ugh. mini snowblower, <clears throat> and I wouldn't be. I, I would not be able to tell you how that actually operates. I didn't want to get into that mm-hmm. either. The snowblow, me and the snowblow machine, because for a variety of reasons, I didn't want to hurt myself, like trying to get it down the stairs, like hurt my back or something. That might have happened. Yeah, and then you got to get back yeah. up. It's a little. It's a little yeah. heavy. It's a mini snowblower. Uh-huh. I wish we had a much more powerful snowblower. 
but yeah, I'm cheap. me I'm too. Cheap. I bought I bought the cheapest one at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. I you know I wanted Oops. I wanted to save two hundred bucks or whatever, so I got the I got the smallest one I could get, and it can barely handle five inches. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true, and really lesson learned. And you know our neighbors Chrissy and Andrew across the street, or Sissy and Fandrew, in case we don't want to say their real names. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're listening. Again, who knows? But um, I saw them also struggling with a similar sized snow plow, snow blower as ours. And I thought, yeah, they probably also did the same thing. Like, well, let's just save a few bucks. Let's get the smaller one. Not the thing to do. Not the thing to do. That's a, that's a real lesson learned, wouldn't you say? That's a real like that, life lesson. You, you've taught me that lesson many times. Like, don't skimp because because if you skimp, you're going to end up spending more. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's true because essentially now we'll have bought two instead of one because we will get another one, right? So then you've bought a new bigger full size one but then you also have the dumb small one which you didn't want exactly you shouldn't I'm, have bought I'm, to begin I'm with mothball it under the deck with the other lawn mowers and shit exactly yeah. so i think it's really oh well, i think it's just it's the it's the sticker shock right you get there and you're like gah, gah, gah. you're like i don't know I, i'm not ready you know and it's like you're never ever ready for the that big purchase. ones the big ones look so big like uh-huh. really big yeah like i don't know if i could fit it in the back of the minivan big although i'm, I'm sure i could to be to be honest probably could yeah could. probably could I mean, mm-hmm. you know our, lower that third row cherry can take it for sure she, cherry could definitely take it but you know it yeah so it's one of those things where you're like okay Noted, noted. You know, here we are, grown-ups, and just learning that shit. <laughs> the well, learning never know. stops, you're, everyone. Your dad taught you all that stuff early on. You know that stuff. I think when I, mm. I, I would, I would assume that when I bought the smaller snowplow, snowblower, you were like, mm, maybe nothing. Oh, for you sure. Were like, oh, okay, Lou. But you were like, I mean, okay, you, you know, let I me do it. I also try to be a loving partner and let you learn some of those things on your own too, like. Oh, okay. Shit, we actually need a bigger one. Because I knew once you actually handled it and moved and pushed it around through snow, you're going to be like, fuck this. This is the wrong size. I don't know where that... That snowblower might be good in like, I don't know, D.C. maybe? Yeah, it's almost like, who is this for? (laughs) Who is this for? I don't even know. But, you know... Yeah, I I think too it's kind of like you've had sort of a a doubt first trust later kind you know, of vibe s- but spend less. Uh-huh. That's like spend it, less. Is it all do you think it's all related to money? Yes. Well, I just feel like it sometimes is just related to like, cause you just don't understand it. You know, like you just don't like it's something where you're like, I don't. Here's another point. See how what? here's another point. Here's in, in this yeah. fascinating conversation about snowblowers. No, this is good. This is the, this is the stuff the okay. right here, baby. Okay. This is the podcast. Meat. Right. <laughs> I know you I'm all missed say, us, guys, because we weren't there on Monday or Tuesday. I'm gonna say I was worried that I couldn't put that 
a bigger one under the deck. But then again, that doesn't matter uh-huh. because we have a huge ass fucking basement door. It's only like four steps down. It would be it's true. It would be hard. I would need assistance to get the bigger one out of the basement. You know what I've thought about those basement steps? What? We should put like a big like nail, <laughs> like a big piece of plywood on it. So it's just a ramp. You want you want me to do a little homemade ramp? <laughs> I don't know if I want you to do it. I'm just saying. I'm going to say, I'm going to say I'm not. Let's build a ramp directly into our shitty basement. No, that's, that's like, that's I, like hospital visit material. Like, well, you built your, I mean, that, that's like, you gotta have, you don't do a homeowner on that one. No. I'm just I mean, saying, I'd, I'd be tempted. Just, there are many people that would do it. Many people that maybe are even less technically minded than myself, mm-hmm. less manual than me. Would do that. Like, why not just... Don't you think it would be kind of a good idea, though, to have sort of a rampish type... Or even if it's just half of the stairs or oh, sure. half ramp. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. For wheeling out bicycles. Oh, for sure. And That would be a great idea. Uh, the lawnmower and oh, the yeah. snowplow. That would be great. Because it actually looks like it's kind of built for that purpose of... I mean, it's a, it's if you see... If you were to see our back basement door outside it, this conversation would all make sense and maybe i'll possibly it, go take a picture of it for you mu- all, much like our front door it's great we, mm-hmm. we got a really good front door and a really good back door it's wide it, to, they're so a wide. big big door right down right to our basement it's like five steps maybe it's great yeah it's great it's like and then you open up that right that, it's practically like a little barn door you open up it is. It's like a huge barn door, basically. Yeah, and then it's not it huge, but it's not that swings big. Swings open into the basement. But it does. It's like an old door. It's probably. I mean, it's the house is you know well over a hundred years old. Well, right, because they were probably bringing large shit oh, yeah. down there. You know, maybe even like livestock. Who the fuck knows? Livestock, exactly. Maybe they there kept the horse been a down there. Cow in the basement, or a horse. I don't, I don't know. Or a pig <laughs> I don't or, know. Or hay bales coming in and out, and yeah, and or uh, wagons. You know what, you know what it would have been. It would have been coal for what? some huge fucking behemoth stove. Probably. There would just be a huge pile yeah, of coal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coal, wood. Yeah. I, I, who knows? Yeah, so I, I, I skimped and did, bought the small snow blower. And then also, I'll tell you what, yeah. the whole thing, what? more fascinating facts. There is a, there's a plastic red key that operates that thing. And if uh-huh. and it comes in and out, it's not. And it doesn't. When it's in there, it's kind of in there. Mm. So mm. if you lose that red key, you then lose all of, any chance of even getting it started. And also, getting it started is like I don't even know how I do it. Every time I do it, I just start. <laughs> I start switching. You're like, wow. Hope this starts. Yeah, there's all there's these almost indecipherable directions directly on the snowblower, which is nice. But but I kind of don't know nice. what it means and I just start flipping things and sure. things like revving it, like, you know, pulling the chain, like you do an old lawnmower or any lawnmower, God. our lawnmower, a gas operated lawnmower. We're going gas with this one. It could be electric. Apparently it could yeah. start electric. I don't what? know, but it's, but I don't know guys, that but little red key. I'm fully expecting like some, you know, some winter, you know, it's the first snowfall. And then I go, to retrieve our tiny snowblower from the from underneath the back deck, and the red key is gone. And I'm like, "Well, that that's <laughs> it. It's done." Now Where's the red it's, key? A, it's a huge piece. Push it oh. further back, back in the in the in the 
the mausoleum back in the lawnmower mausoleum. The graveyard of <laughs> just, sticking back there. Yeah, because it's never going to work, and you you can't even find a replacement key for that thing. You could look, I guess. Uh, and bringing it to the dump yeah. is just too much of a pain. Well, I, so I, gotta, I enjoy that. I know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I like getting. I like getting. Um, my dad's pickup well, truck are, yeah, what, and sticking the lawnmower or sticking the uh, snowblower <laughs> on there and, and taking it right to the dump. I'm happy. Really I'm happy need to another pay dump tw- run. I feel like happy to pay twenty five bucks to have them do whatever the fuck they do to those things. Scrap it. I yeah. Throw it in the Who hole. Knows? Put it in the middle of the ocean. I don't know. <laughs> oh God! Don't put it in the ocean. I think they do that. I think that's. I think they that's, put them in the ocean. I think There's ultimately just like that's what it is. Snowblowers and lawnmowers. They give you in the a lot ocean. of stories, like oh, we're gonna recycle it, and oh, we're gonna pull it apart you know, and send it in there. They just, they just put it in a barge and throw it off the <laughs> continental just, shelf, or it's like straight into one of those garbage hills. You know what I mean? And oh they yeah. Just put dirt on top. Oh of no, it that's and then put the dump. That is the like, dump. It's a new hill. <laughs> It's a garbage hill. That's one of my one of oh, the. Okay, one, look at this. Wow, this this hillside. Where'd this come from? Outside outside of Hartford, there is a dump outside of Hartford, and it's right off. Yeah. And when you're driving down, more fascinating facts, folks. When you're driving down to Hartford mm-hmm. from west from Western Massachusetts on Interstate 91 to your to Hartford, Connecticut, as you are approaching the Hartford skyline, as it is, to your left there is a dump, and mm-hmm. it is you know it's. They where they put stuff and then put dirt on top of it or whatever the fuck and they put vents. I've seen that thing grow over the years. Yes, it's been kind of satisfying. It's huge yes. now. It was really small back in the it's day. It's huge. Like, it's like a mountain, and it's it's just growing and growing. So it's like there's downtown Hartford, Ugh. and there's its pile of its growing mound, its historical mound, I know. the mound that some someday in the future decades centuries from now they will excavate that thing and find so many interesting things including including oh a tiny snow blower ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> what is this? You know, spe- speaking of um, trash and the environment and the ocean... <laughs> I definitely oh, God. <laughs> had some sobering, uh, <laughs> I don't know, what's the word, thoughts, feelings, when I finished my book, uh, Unraveling, I think it's called, the one by Peggy Ornstein. So, the one about the woman who make, she, makes her own yarn. Yes, she makes her sweater from start to finish, and... I finished the book, which I'm real proud of, and um, I liked it a lot. I have to say, towards the end of it, I found myself kind of like crying a lot because <laughs> she's, you know, she well, she's a little bit younger than you, I think. So it's like she's in my pocket of like Gen X buddies, you know. She's on the like the little bit of the higher end, and I'm on the lower end, and and just a lot of kind of her commentary too on like her father getting older and how hard it was being away from him. Cause she's, you know, she's from Minnesota. And so he was in Minneapolis in 
like pandemic vibes. You know, a, this is what you're talking about. Yes, talk, during the she wrote this book this during COVID, all the like, way back around to the beginning of this conversation. This book was what took place or was conceived yes. of during the pandemic. Yes, right. exactly. Okay. Which is kind of funny because, like I said, I just had my my mini pandemic weekend, five days. But she, so I've yeah, I've kind of been like rolling around in this pandemic vibe lately after reading this book and stuff. But and boy. Yeah, listening to her talk about kind of that that ache and that pain of being distant from someone and being helpless to care for them. You know, you're sort of just seeing them through a screen and uh, it's just so intense. But so I was crying a lot about that. And then she was talking just about all of all that she's learned about the process of what happens with, you know, clothing. I mean, fast fashion is truly one of the worst offenders to the environment. And um, it's so, so complicated because there are so many reasons why cheap clothing exists. And I won't get into all of that on here. This isn't like that podcast specifically, but I'm just going to say that the dying of thread and yarn and your fabric, uh, what happens to the people having to handle the dye, what happens to the earth and the rivers, like in India, are just the colors that the rivers are now because of all of the dye runoff is, she said, it's just like a sight to see. I mean, I it's 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 intense. So I was just thinking a lot about that and just kind of consumerism and like thinking, wow, what a, for me, it made me go, oh, I really, really want to pause before I buy myself a piece of clothing, you know, and ask myself, like, do I really need this? Like, I want to make sure I'm being a very mindful consumer because the impact of just it's just so much it's just so much and I and again then I feel like what am I I'm just one person and I can't make a difference if I'm just making that pause before all my purchases and blah 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 and 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 you know and even trying to say like oh I'm only going to use natural dye and all of this stuff and the truth is there's complications with that too because it all requires water. And so you have to use so much water. The good news is if you do use natural dyes, it can be repurposed and that water can be reused again and it can actually be regenerative and go into the soil in a positive and healthy way and like nourish the ground. So there is definitely... Um, good news with that. You just hope that whoever is doing the natural dyeing is able to actually uh, harness that. Dispose of you know it what I mean? Or- yeah, dispose of it. Um, so yeah. Whew, Debbie down. Er, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm thinking a lot about this, guys. Snow blowers and, and like every little thing dye. I'm looking at now. I'm like, wow. So this black sweater I'm wearing, this black cotton sweater, you know. Okay. <sighs> Let's move on. Let's move on, please. Move on. Okay. No. 
Where do I just I care, Lou? You know. I know. I know you do. I care so much. Thank goodness. Well, it's good to know that you also care about people like me. It's good to know that you care about me. Sometimes people, some people, sometimes people can care a whole lot more about other stuff than they do people. So that is true. That is true. People can get caught up in their cause. They have their cause. They forget the humans. Yep. Mm -hmm. I like that your, your care starts at home. It starts in your mm. heart. Yeah. You know. Thanks. I guess it's true. Yeah. <sighs> you know, just when you think you can't care about one more thing, you can. The heart is expansive. It's another magic muscle. True. True. I think that parenthood has been the biggest lesson for me with that. Just how... Uh, you can never possibly know how much you can care. It just, and then you have this person and you're like, oh, wow, I care so much more than I ever thought I could care about something. Mm. Scary. Yeah. Caring's scary. It's so scary. It's so scary to care. It's scary to care. <sighs> it is. Yeah. So I am, um, I am in... Seattle, Washington. Lou's oldest daughter, Hannah Lore. Yep, she's with. Is with Lou in Seattle. Yep, which is um, pretty awesome. That's nice. This is like your first father-daughter trip. Yeah. Um, Henny, Henny is uh, wanting to do, do some sightseeing here in Seattle, which is cool with me because I haven't done sightseeing in Seattle for decades. I just come here and do my thing and, yeah. and leave. And I... Um, I haven't. I don't do those things and then go the places. The public market is so fun, it's, it's right? Really fun, and there's a ton of little shops yeah. in it that are really fun, and it's like Cute. tons of little restaurants nestled in it too. Um, really cool. And we saw we walked right in on a fish throwing demonstration. It was perfect. It was poetic. I would say I love it was it. poetic. And I, but I think with Hanny, that's nice that we just. Uh, it's nice. There's a nice uh, vibe that my teenage daughter and I are having right now, where we're just kind of walking into situations and and uh, and going, "Hey, <laughs> I love you know. it." So yeah. But we realized what we realized when we were taking the Uber home from after walking. We walked. Uh, we walked Capitol Hill and mm-hmm. um, coming up from downtown, and so we did a lot of walking. And we were we took the Uber back home as we reached the end of Broadway on Capitol Hill, and. Uh, we were going back in the cab and it was dark we realized that that would that would have been the time to go to the space needle like in the dark Hmm. i think that the darkness would have helped the uh acrophobia assuming that's the correct term i think it is if there's acrobats are you gonna do it in the dark then though we can't really because yeah you can't you don't have time right no we don't have time um okay because i is tomorrow so tomorrow's the last day yep, in Seattle, right? And then you fly home. Tonight's the first show with our okay, special of guest. of the two Seattle shows. Just, we're going we're gonna to do some Stooges tunes with Mark Arm, the lead singer of Mudhoney, who's like the perfect guy to do it. That's so His cool. very Stooges-influenced band, Mudhoney, and our very Stooges-influenced band, Dinosaur Jr., meeting on stage, which is cool. Is Handler going to go to tonight's show? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. I I, yeah, I don't you know. Say no pressure. It's gonna be a big no one. No pressure from daddy. What? Daddy's like, yeah. yeah. You don't want to go? That's fine. 
I don't know. Yeah. It'll be boring. It will be. It will be boring. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be a yeah. Going to be a lot of well, and she did go to one of the shows in Portland, right? So she did and she to went to my those, solo so. show last night, which was like way. Uh huh. How was that? It was cool, but I mean, we were. She was stranded in an industrial area of South Seattle. No, I mean, how was the show? Oh, the show was fantastic. Thank you to everybody. <laughs> Any listeners who went to that show, thank you because yeah. I couldn't. Have, oh. It could. It couldn't have happened without you. Because it was a, That's I sweet. felt very, very, very welcome, and I felt, I felt some really, I felt safe. I would say That's nice. It was a, there was about a mm. hundred people there, and they, and I felt safe, and safe enough to do really dumb, say really stupid things, but good, good oh, natured, good natured. Okay. Yeah, don't don't worry. <laughs> Del's like, oh no, because <laughs> she knows what that means. <laughs> She knows what stupid can mean. It can mean anything. Like I, I, I know I, what you're capable yeah, of. I, the, the secrets <laughs> I could have divulged. No oh God. The depths of embarrassment. Shut up. <laughs> you know, but I'm saying it was in a good way. It was. It was good. All right. Well, you better skedaddle. You got to go meet Dave Matthews uh, band oh. at Soundcheck. And shake his hand. Not, and... He's not going to be there until five. Now I'm getting nervous. Now you got me nervous. No, you don't. Actually, I'm not nervous. It's going to be great. Yeah. He's gonna put. He's gonna put you at ease because that's what really, really, really successful people do. Oh, or or he, is they are so <laughs> successful that they. I actually heard that about Taylor Swift that she is legendary for when people are very nervous to meet her. She apparently is extremely like conscious of that, mm-hmm. and she's like I saw this thing with Stephen Colbert mm-hmm. where he was talking about when his daughter got to meet Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. Because she was like on the Stephen Colbert show and his daughter, who doesn't normally, I guess, care about any of the other guests, was like, oh, my God, you're going to have Taylor Swift on. And he was nervous for his daughter and all of this stuff and apparently was extremely shy. You know, his kid was really nervous. And anyway, of course, when she she goes into the green room or whatever to meet Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift just turns around, opens up her arms and is like, oh, hi, like I've been waiting to meet you. How are you? You gorgeous, beautiful thing. Come right here. Like she immediately swooped her up oh my and God. just made her feel completely at ease. And Stephen Colbert was like, holy shit, I'll die for this woman. What did <laughs> you just do? Like you just saved oh, my ass. Oh. I'm now, you know, a hero. It, it and- can it can be really, really awkward. And that's really for people. And, and people are very vulnerable meeting that's, I think, what you have to remember is the vulnerability on the other side. They're either very vulnerable or aggressive. So They're either vulnerable or entitled. <laughs> Where is in between? I don't yeah, know. I, I, don't know. I don't know. It takes, it takes like that person, because someone in between just doesn't bother coming up to you. Yeah. Either you're like, I'm going to risk it all, or you're like, I'm owed it all. Yeah. Well, in some ways, I hope the crap episode does not break us nationally because I don't know if I could handle that. The level, the level of that kind of fame, it just, it, it, it's a lot of pressure. The level of <laughs> you're frozen. But anyway, I'll be able to tell you all about my meeting with Dave Matthews. Oh, God. Later. But he might, you know Where'd what? You go? He might cut, like sort of breeze in and breeze out like Jason Eastbell. He breezed in and breezed out and just left in this cloud of cologne. You're frozen. You're nice frozen. Cologne. I can't hear With anything. A flash of <clears throat> silver jewelry and a, the scent of a fine cologne. Jason Eastbell 
stepped on stage, killed it, and stepped off stage and went into the night. Maybe Dave Matthews will do the same. I don't know. <laughs> you're frozen. Oh, your face is frozen in a very interesting, really nice look. Did I lose you? You're gone. She's gone. Well, thank you for listening to uh, this remote version of Raw Impressions. Give me all your raw impressions, your thoughts, your words, your time. It's all about communication. Yes, speak your mind. Give me all your raw impressions. Give me all your raw impressions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.